the HBCU Football Daily Podcast for today, Tuesday, July 2nd. I'm Donald Ware, going to take you to Petersburg, Virginia. Of course, yesterday took you to Richmond, Virginia. Today to Petersburg, Virginia, going to preview the Virginia State Trojans. A little bit of a down season on last year, four and five, considering a couple of years ago. They won the CIAA championship, but understandably, I mean, anytime you lose a, a, a running back, and not just a running back, but a player like a Trenton Cannon, who, of course, ultimately was drafted by the New York Jets and played uh, a good deal last year for the Jets, you lose someone like that. That is definitely tough. Of course, coming back this season, Coderio Cook, the quarterback, is going to be back. And Reggie Barlow, the head football coach of Virginia State, is going to tell us a little bit more about the Trojans and what to expect in 2019 as the HBCU Football Daily Podcast continues. Box to Road. Box2Row.com is the website for all of your HBCU sports needs. From the game of the week feature to interviews to the latest news in the world of HBCU sports. Box to Row.com has you covered. Missed a week of From the Press Box to Press Row? Box to Row.com has all the archive shows. Don't forget to check out the All-American teams and weekly media coaches polls. From the Press Box to Press Row. And Box to Row.com. Your HBCU sports leader. It's Donald Ware, host of From the Press Box to Press Row, the biggest names, our guests on Box to Row. Hey, everybody, what's going on? This is Anthony Anderson, international movie star and funny mother. <laughs> and you're listening to From the Press Box to Press Row. That is the voice of Kevin Durant. Well, I'm just, you know, trying to get better every single day, and I enjoy playing with a great group of guys. Hey, this is Ronda Rousey. You know what you said. This is the one and only Eagle Double G. Ice Cube has been our guest. Hey, man, thanks for letting me talk a little music, movies, and Sports, hey, my favorite three topics. Hey, say what's happening, man? It's TFT, man. Hello, this is Aretha Franklin, Queen of Soul. I'm talking about none other than Serena Williams. That was definitely one of the better matches I've ever played. I've had it just like that. You know, it's really focused, just really, you know, excited. Missed any of these interviews? Then check us out online at www.botchtorow.com. That's from the press box to press row, real relevant. Radio HBCU Football Daily Podcast continues as we're going to take you to Petersburg, Virginia. The Virginia State Trojans 4-5 and five in the, during the 2018 season in his fourth season as the head football coach of Virginia State is Reggie Barlow, who joins us here on the HBCU Football Daily Podcast. How are you, Coach Barlow? I am blessed. Thanks for uh, having me on. Absolutely. Want to get your thoughts. Uh, uh, sort of a tough 2018 season I mean when you lose a guy like a Trenton Cannon those type of things from the previous year those type of things are going to happen but except for the Virginia Union game you were pretty much in every game your thoughts on the 2018 season yeah I mean we uh we we obviously we had great hopes of having a good season like everybody else but um we we just we didn't get it done this year well last year and uh, it was it was a good learning experience for our team, our coaches. Um, uh, for me as a head coach, that was the first uh, you know season that we uh, wasn't five hundred or better in about seven or eight years. So I uh, learned a lot. Uh, we had five ACL tears uh, through the years, so that kind of had a little something to do with it as well. But uh, um, we are humbled by that season, and uh, of course, we're looking forward to. Uh, 
you know, get an opportunity to clean that taste out of our mouth. You know, I mentioned Trenton Cannon, and then you mentioned some injuries. I mean, is there any one thing? Is are those the factors? Are there some other factors? What what can you point to that led to? Because again, you're in you're in many games, some games uh, that you possibly could have won. Yeah, I mean, obviously, when you lose a guy like Trent Cannon and everything that he brings in terms of the explosive plays and making you right in many situations, obviously there, you know, maybe a little drop off. But you know, me as a head coach, I just got to do a better job of finding a way to. Uh, getting past the close games, you know, allowing our team to get past the close games and uh, preparing them better. And, uh, you know, like I said, it was a humbling opportunity for us and uh, it just uh, gives us an opportunity to go back and change and be different. And uh, we're excited about uh, being able to improve on that. No question about it. Tell us a little bit about the spring game and how spring practice went overall. Yeah, I thought spring ball went uh, pretty good for us. Obviously, we kept everybody healthy, so that's a good thing. Had good um, good competition, good numbers, where we were able to get a lot of work. Had some young guys that we definitely want to see. So, uh, all in all, there were some young men that stepped up and showed that um, they'll be able to contribute for us this fall. And uh, So, we're excited about that. And just going to keep those guys in the fold, make sure they're training and working out and um, transition into fall camp. Yeah, no question about it. I know that um, obviously coming back for you um, is your uh, your quarterback, uh, Kadario. Talk a little bit about him and sort of the expectations uh, for him in 2000. Cook, that is, in 2019. Yeah, Cook is, um, you know, he's a guy. He played for me at Alabama State where he's, recruited him there he transferred over here a few years ago uh obviously he's done some really good things for us uh you know guy dual guy he can you know run it uh he can throw it he run for power when he's out in space so uh, he's a solid quarterback uh leadership wise you know he's done a really good job for us um i think there are some uh areas that we wanted him to improve on in terms of uh, some throws that he made last year, and uh, he's doing a good job of improving on that. Uh, in fact, I talked with him yesterday. He's uh, doing some training back in Atlanta, and he'll be over this way, uh, you know, later on this week, to, well, next week, uh, to, to hang out and throw a little bit with our guys. But uh, he's, a, he's a solid football player for us, and uh, obviously we're hoping he'd come back and uh, do some good stuff for us. You know, last year he was your primary and leading rusher, so – who are you expecting to step up from the running back position? You know, after losing um, Trent, Trent Cannon, um, it, it, it was guys there that uh, Strickland was a guy that you know got the start last year. And, uh, and talking with Strickland and watching him last year, uh, he's one of the guys that this spring was just so explosive and played at a different speed than he had played in the fall. So that was a pleasant thing to see. Um, that he'll be in the mix uh, as one of the guys that will carry the load. Uh, Darian Hagen uh, is another running back that we have uh, that uh, was on our campus. He set out last year, practiced every day with us, stayed involved. Uh, he's a bigger guy. Uh, he runs for power and uh, does have speed. Uh, so he'll be in the mix. And then there's Torrey Wallace, is a, more of our uh, real change of pace guy, pretty explosive, can run you know, all your outside zone stuff. Uh, he'll do a good job for us at that position. So a uh, good mixture of guys, and they have some young freshman guys that will be coming in. So uh, 
I'm excited about seeing how these guys step out after being a year or so removed from uh, the whole Trent Cannon shoes type thing. Now maybe they can relax and you know show uh, show their stuff. Reggie Barlow, the head football coach at Virginia State in his fourth season, joins us here on the HBCU Football Daily Podcast. Let's move over to the defensive side of the football. Tell us some of the names you're expecting, again, to step up for you this season. Well, last year, uh, you know, we do have some guys returning back uh, from our team. And for us, it's always going to start up front uh, with our guys up front. Stephen Harris is a um, – three technique that played for is really strong guy who's really just done well and been a good leader for us over the last few years uh we're expecting him to step up uh there's uh frazier uh our defensive end uh, it's von frazier guy that transferred to us from liberty uh that had an amazing spring uh this guy can rush the passer so we're excited about what he'll bring to the table for us this uh this fall and uh we got uh Will Adams, our safety, who's been all conference uh, for a few years, a big time kid that uh, you know, he runs the alley well, plays well in pass. Uh, Vincent Parker, Shaquem Peters are some of the guys that play the secondary position. So we have some guys coming back with some experience that's been in our system uh, for an extended period of time. So uh, we're hoping those guys will come back with a little juice and uh, excited about the season, and uh, we'll coach them up and you know, try to get it going. Would you like to see your defense put a little bit more pressure on the quarterback? Yeah, I think so. I think, um, you know, as I've analyzed um, what I did was looked around at some of the top teams uh, uh, around the country from Alabama to UAB to uh, the the guys that win um, the the smaller levels of which, you know, on our our level, the teams that won the SWAT. Alcorn, you know, you look at it, and a lot of those teams, one of the things they've done is they've gotten sacks. Um, you know, they limit defenses. I mean, they limit offenses to 18 or less points, and um, that's something that we definitely want to uh, be able to do and uh, really improve on the sack game, improve on getting more turnovers. And uh, obviously we've uh, we've done a lot of research uh, here over the summer uh, to have some things in place that we can try to put our guys in a good position to be able to, uh, to get sacks and to make uh, and to get turnovers. Reggie Barlow, the head football coach at Virginia State, joins us here on the program. Any of your recruits that you expect or think that can come in and help you right away? Well, um, we always um, leave that open for the recruits to make that decision. I mean, obviously on paper you look at some of the guys um, – and you think, hey, this guy might be able to walk right in and contribute. Um, you know, we we signed a tight end uh, there up in um, the Richmond area that, you know, has the size and has the, the ability. and uh, you know, He does a lot of good things uh, that we think he may be able to come in, if not play instantly on offense, definitely be able to play on special teams. Um, we, we signed two really good, uh, well, three really good freshman quarterbacks uh, hopefully Cook will be able to, to, to play for us all year. But I think in the future, one of those three guys will be uh, the guy. Uh, so we want to try to get one of those guys going as well. Um, and then the other guys, it's just, that's, the, that's the great part of it, you know. It's just watching these guys come in um, from day one and see them pick up the system and see them move around uh, early on in camp and, 
and we want to make sure before we put any of them out there that they can handle it physically. And uh, if they get out there and don't have the success, they won't. We want to make sure they can handle it mentally. So uh, we we always are extremely careful in terms of putting guys out there. But uh, we're excited to see which guys are going to step up and uh, show that they can help us right now. A couple more thoughts, Coach Barlow. We appreciate the time. The Norfolk State-Virginia State rivalry has been rekindled in part because, I mean, you've come in and done a really good job. I know you guys lost the game last year, but you've gotten some victories. So can you speak to that rivalry and really how big it has become in at least in three years for you there at Virginia State? Yeah, I mean, it's a blessing to have an opportunity to go up and play against uh, – uh, Norfolk State, obviously, their FCS program. Um, the schools, the two schools have a, a, a relationship in terms of at one point our school was big state and then Norfolk came on and they eventually campus and all that stuff. I'm not sure enrollment grew higher than ours, but they claim big state. So uh, there's a lot of back and forth going on with that, um, with, with our fans and their fans. And, um, you know, my experience in the last few years has been it's been a fun game. Uh, being in HBCU ball as a player and obviously as a coach over in the SWAT conference and being a part of the Magic City Classic and Turkey Day and all that stuff, I think it's good for our programs, uh, for HBCU universities, when you can have that type of rivalry, uh, rivalries uh, going every year. It gives something, uh, the fans something to look uh, forward to. And uh, obviously, the student athletes, uh, a lot of these guys play high school against each other, play against each other on the same team at some point, uh, gives them an opportunity to play against each other, have a little bragging rights. So uh, it's always fun preparing for it, and of course, always fun going there and uh, seeing how we measure up uh, sure. against uh, Division One opponents. Sure, you mentioned being a, a player uh, in the SWAC at Alabama State, a head coach at Alabama State. How are you growing? as the head football coach at Virginia State. And w- once everything went down with Alabama State, you did a good job there. Whatever happened, happened. But did you ever foresee yourself being, uh, you know, as a guy in the deep south coming back towards the east and coaching in the CIAA? Yeah, I mean, it's hard to say what will happen in this coaching profession. Um, I'm so grateful for Alabama State and, them giving me an opportunity as a, a student athlete to come there and play football under Coach Markham. Grateful for him for uh, giving me a chance to be a college coach uh, for the eight years there. I was there as a head coach and uh, just thankful to, to, to our program. And obviously, everybody that was involved over there at Alabama State, you know, that's my school. You only get one of them. Uh, it's kind of like your mama. You, know, you only get one mama. And uh, Alabama State is my one school. So, uh, uh, we still love over there, and uh, just coming out east, I, it's been a, a good opportunity for me to see a different brand of football, uh, see well, how things are operated out here, and uh, you know, we've just tried to take it and run with it. I think I've learned a lot uh, since I left Alabama State, and you know, that comes from uh, experience. It comes from you know, I've done internships where I was just with the Falcons for a week uh, last week. I'm going over to London to do Jaguar camp. Um, and those type of experiences and going and, and, and investing time with uh, people who've coached on a higher level and, you know, has been coaching longer than me to be able to bounce things off their head. So, uh, you know, that's a part of growth and, uh, you know, we want to continue to grow in the game. Yeah, lastly, how cool that, – that's pretty cool because, you know, a lot of people may not know, but you're a Super Bowl champion when you played in the league. You know, it, it wasn't many more dangerous uh, kick returners. 
uh, than you. So how how cool is that to be able to uh, give back um, not only in college, but to some of those younger NFL guys as well? Yeah, that's been great. Um, I'm just so grateful for, you know, people like Scott Pioli, who, you know, he's been a GM in the league for a while and, um, you know, assistant GM, and he, he's really big on trying to create opportunities for minorities uh, to get opportunities to coach uh, on the NFL level and to get those experiences and to make those connections. So uh, he's a guy that uh, kind of set the deal up for me over at uh, with the Falcons for a week. Had a great time. Coach Quinn is a great coach. Coach Knapp uh, is who I spent time with, the quarterback coach there. Everything was just, just great. And uh, being able to be in that room with those guys and to hear the, the dialogue from a different perspective, not as a player that was in the NFL, but now as a coach. And then this whole thing, getting to go over to London and um, with the Jaguar Academy uh, to, to really you know have the NFL brand and have the Jaguar brand and to go over and represent and be able to coach uh, guys all the way in another country about United States football and how we do it and how we communicate it. Um, you know, that's a part of my growth. And, um, you know, you always got to go and sharpen your tools. And uh, this would be an opportunity for me to go and do that. Looking forward to it. Yeah, I, I know. Uh, lastly, I, I know your your focus is Virginia State. I get it. But, you know, those opportunities come up overseas. Uh, Atlanta Falcons, you already got the connections in the National Football League. Any possibility of possibly coaching one day uh, in the NFL? Yeah, that would be great. Um, you know, like I said, I'm uh, I'm so grateful for uh, Virginia State and Ms. Ms. Davis, uh, President Dr. Abdul. They're great people and gave me an opportunity to come here and coach. And man, they've been great to me and great to our teams and stuff. Uh, but you know, I think everybody understands. You know, at some point, if you have those type opportunities. Um, you know, obviously you want to explore them, but um, my thing now is, you know, I'm, I'm dialed in here at Virginia State, but I, I I like to keep my connections and be able to call on a John Gruden or be able to call on, you know, Scott Pioli or some of these other guys in the NFL just to say, hey, I want to come there to be able to connect, to be able to learn, to be able to get these experiences. And if I don't ever coach there, at least I get to bring that back to our culture, to our team to our coaches um and there's so much stuff that you can you can get and that's stuff that they ask you about you doing your program that they may try out there in the nfl so uh it's a it's a win-win it's a great time up there and uh we're looking forward to our guys being able to use some of the stuff that we brought back that is pretty cool again in his fourth season as the head football coach at virginia state is reggie barlow the trojans opened the season on september 7th at Norfolk State in that great Labor Day classic battle. Coach Barlow, we appreciate you coming on the HBCU Football Daily Podcast. Good luck to you and the Trojans this season. Yes, sir. I enjoyed it. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it, Coach Barlow. That's going to wrap it up for today's look at Virginia State. On tomorrow, Wednesday, I'm going to take you up north, and we're going to take a look at the Lincoln of Pennsylvania Lions. Talk with you tomorrow.